Hi, thanks so much for joining us. It's Ben Valeajo here on behalf of SAS Music, and this is the Saskatchewan Studio Spotlight, all about shining the light on the wonderful studios we have here in the province and their owners. Get to know them a little bit better, getting to know their process and what is offered at their studios. This episode, we are speaking with Matthew Hutchins out of Hidden Sound in Blaine Lake, Saskatchewan, kind of a retreat-style getaway studio setup for your creative needs. And Matthew is not only a producer and engineer, but also an artist musician himself. We're going to kick things off with taking a listen to a track off his latest album, I Am Home, of course recorded at Hidden Sound Studio by Matthew. Song aptly titled to kick us off, Inspiration. Let's take a listen. I'm struggling here to share all my dreams I see. Matthew, really appreciate you being here with us for the interview today. How, how's the day been going? Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate uh, the time you guys are taking in this initiative. It's awesome. Yeah, my day's going great. Um, I'm in the middle of moving, so I did a little trip to the city and back already, and yeah, that's about it. Just want to, want to get into kind of the basics of it too, in terms of how did you get started in the production sound engineer side of things, and then also how did the studio come about? Why did you decide to, to start the studio going? Sure. Well, I can do a little bit about my background first. Um, my dad bought me a guitar when I was 11, an old Melody King 1937 acoustic archtop. I still have it. Beautiful guitar. Nice. And I was a pretty shy kid, so I just kind of locked myself in my room and played guitar a whole bunch. And eventually I got to the point where, you know, I wanted to record some of these really sad songs that I was writing, according to my mom. And uh, yeah, I got myself a cassette player and started off recording onto you know, tapes and then eventually upgraded to a four track and, and did that played in some high school bands. And um, I actually went to a six month recording course after high school, um, which I didn't finish the whole course. It wasn't really what I expected it to be, but I was still very interested in recording music. And I actually moved to Vancouver, uh, played in a band out there for four years and we recorded a, an album in our basement suite mostly <laughs> and had it mixed in the studio out there and and that was really fun um i've kind of just been doing it my whole life you know writing my own songs and i've always had a home studio of some sort um often in basements or spare bedrooms and eventually got to the point where um i wanted to take it a little more seriously so uh, a long time ago actually this before my daughter was born so about five years ago we were talking about learning how to master music, my my partner and I, and I was 
she supported me in doing that. So I purchased some equipment for my home studio and tried to learn how to master music, which as you know, is not as easy as it sounds. For sure. Yeah. It's a whole little area. Yeah, It is a, a whole different thing. So I, I tried that for a bit. I did a couple projects there under my new name of hidden sound. Um, and then that relationship unfortunately ended. Uh, so I, I spent some time in hibernation trying to figure out my life again and how to let go of stuff. And, um, really was digging into like what my purpose in life was. And I came up with uh, something online that I found on how to discover your purpose in life. And basically you just write down a sentence of words and you keep doing that over and over and over until you come up with the sentence that really resonates with, with your, your heart. Right. And so my sentence was, uh, I want to help others connect deeply to life through music. Nice sentence. Yeah, man. Okay. And it took about 50 or 60 lines of writing down. Eventually I got to that and I was like, yes, that's it. How do I do that now? So that was part of my, my year of hibernation and self-discovery was figuring out what I'm going to do. So eventually it just got to the point where, um, you know, I was in a rental suite and I didn't really have any space to make music at that point. Certainly not help other people make music. Um, so I was, you know, thought I'd, look for a house to buy. I'd, I figured I'd go check out cabins because I've always thought it'd be cool to live in a cabin. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. You know, and make <laughs> cabin has that sort of like rustic, you know, off the grid sort of thing. So I was scrolling up to Lake Country where I grew up going, which is around Iroquois Lake, Shell Lake area, and scrolled right through Blaine Lake and all of a sudden this house popped up there. And I never considered Blaine Lake as a place to live, certainly not to start a studio, um, but the price was very right. And the pictures just captivated me right away. And with the whole time, like thinking of someday having people come out and make music here. So right. I had no, no idea what that would look like at the start. Like I just, <laughs> I just kind of like, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. Right. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good philosophy. You bet. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have any clients. I didn't have any like, <laughs> any um, business, I guess, uh, history, like I was just starting out. So yeah, kind of just built it up from there. And um, I, I find it really curious and, and, and pretty cool in terms of you're saying, you know, sort of find that finding that passion and finding that drive um, that, that yeah. this sort of recording um, bug was with you, you know, before I'm hearing even even sort of before high school for you at a very young age that way. So wh- yeah. what, what was it about it? I mean, you had the guitar, you had the recording, what, what sort of shifted you more towards um, that recording process? Because, you know, young musicians, lots of them end up getting frustrated or, you know, yeah. they don't like that <clears throat> side of things. So what, what got you gravitating towards that? Yeah, good question. Well, I was always in high school, I was a, a jock pretending to be a geek is what they, they called me. So <laughs> I always wanted to be a geek. And this is something that like with the gear and I just got obsessed with, at that time there was no YouTube videos, there was no Google. It was like <clears throat> recording magazine, sound on sound, tape yeah. off, you know, musician's friend, electronic musician. I had subscriptions to those. I'd pick them up you know, read all the articles, try and figure out what I'm doing with my four track and my one microphone. And uh, it was something for me that was a hobby where I could do it by myself. I was really shy kid. I didn't like singing in front of other people. Um, And this is actually the main reason. And a big part of it is that I needed to be able to do it myself just because I was so insecure about playing in front of other people. 
but I wanted to still experiment with like recording my own songs. So I just taught myself how to do it out of necessity. Interesting. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. And I still, to this day, like I'm actually in the middle of releasing um, my fourth full length album and I recorded it all by myself here. And that's still what I do because that's my preference is like, it's, it's totally relaxed. There's no clock ticking at a big studio. There's nobody watching you. It's, you know, a private experience for me. And that's how I like making music. So I thought maybe other people would like that experience too. So that's kind of what I try and pass on in my own way is this is not a high pressure studio. It's my home still. It's very relaxed. It's creative. There's no clock ticking, you know, we just kind of take our time and, um, and there's no judgment here. It's a safe space. So in terms of uh, what is sort of a couple of the processes that people can use the space for, and then if they book with you as a, as a producer, as an engineer, how, how do you like to see the recording sessions going that way? Sure. Yeah. It's pretty flexible. So depending on the project that you have in mind, I mean, I've had people come out just to songwrite and not use any of my equipment. Like they bring their own guitar and just hang out for the weekend. There's a hot tub in the backyard. There's a beautiful yard and deck. And I just got a dog. She's a sweet little border collie. So she'll hang out and, and make you feel great. Um, so it can just be a relaxing getaway from the city if that's what you're looking for. Uh, you can also come out and integrate whatever equipment you have with my stuff if it's possible. There are some restrictions based on you know what kind of computer you have and the recording program you like to use. Um, but I had a couple of guys out this last weekend and, and they were fully versed in recording gear and, and logic, which I use. So they just were able to jump in and I taught them my equipment in five minutes and, and they just used it. I actually have a small interface, a couple of small interfaces that you could use with your laptop and, you know, grab a microphone from my collection and, and use that to record yourself if you're just looking to do demos or something personal. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ways that you could, you could integrate it. So. I'd really like to help create similar to what you guys are doing. Just create Saskatchewan as like the Nashville of the North, like an industry that we have here, attract people from other parts of Canada or even other parts of the world to come work here because we have so much great talent um, and so many great studios. And I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not competitive in any way. I want to help everybody out. Um, so one of the things that I've offered to a few uh, other studio owner people is just the ability to come use my place. If they have a band that they're working with who would appreciate a getaway, you know, that engineer could come in and just use the space. So that's just another option that there is. Uh, if I was going to be engineering a project, I can say that I prefer to work with um, solo artists in small groups, up to three people. I'm not a, a big band production. I wouldn't do a live off the floor recording likely unless it was a one or two person live off the floor kind of thing. I'll leave that for the big studios in the city. This is more of a, a small relaxed sort of thing out here. I'd be happy to do a full album with a solo artist or something that wanted to do a whole bunch of overdubs because that's kind of what my system is set up for. It's really high quality, but I'd, I only do, I have actually eight channels that I can do at a time, but Typically, it'll be less than that, like just doing, you know, your vocal overdub and then your guitar and then whatever else you want to add. So that's kind of how I like to work. Um, and I also offer, you know, assistance with songwriting. If if a person needs some help on that, I did a session a couple of weekends ago with a guy who had a great idea for a song and a, and a basic structure. And we just kind of tweaked it together and ended up coming up with this song that we're both pretty happy with. So 
that's a super cool aspect there too. And uh, I appreciate it, Matthew, as you're saying in terms of sort of that variety of the space being able to fit in with what uh, artist or group kind of uh, wants to use the space for it. You were touching on it a bit already too. What is some of the gear that is available in the studio there for folks to use? What's your primary stuff that you'd like to end up using? Give us a little bit of those highlights for the studio equipment. Yeah, sure. So I have, um, it's based around a Lynx Hilo converter, which is a mastering grade converter. Um, and I have that hooked up to uh, an Audient ASP 800, which is um, an eight-channel uh, mic preamp interface. So that's going into the link. So it's very clean, high-quality uh, signal chain. I have a Grace Design uh, M101 preamp as well, and a Tascam Porter Studio, which is a great uh, vintage. I think it's early '80s, probably four-track machine. I've got some microphones, uh, Rode K2 and Advanced Audio CM87, which are my two main vocal microphones and a bunch of other ones. Really nice monitors. They're Amphion 112 monitors, which sound excellent. Um, so even if you wanted to come out and like, I've offered this to people before, like test your mixes out. I actually have four stereo systems in the house that are all linked together. So you can walk around and listen to your, your music on all different speakers, which is kind of fun. And then some cool instruments too. I like collecting old guitars. So I have uh, a 69K Arshtop, um, a 60s Harmony Stratotone. Uh, there's a few amps and a few other guitars, a banjo and a drum kit, um, various guitar pedals and MIDI keyboard. There's an antique upright grand piano as well, uh, which I inherited from my grandma. So that's that's here also. So there's pretty much everything you need to record an album. If you didn't have any instruments, you could come here and we'd have everything you need. Projects that you really enjoyed as of recent, uh, a memorable project that you were a part of, yeah, um, a gal named Meg Wall, and uh, she came in first time recording anything, um, and I was just blown away by her voice and guitar playing and songwriting skills. So we spent a day, a weekend actually together, and we came up with uh, four songs in the end that were done and mixed, and uh, they're on Bandcamp. Um, you can look it up. The songs sound great. Actually, there's a couple tracks on my website as well as example tracks. Another season turned She has not received word From a lover who pricked the summer with his spurs And after he rode away How she used to burn For his letters and his returns so sweet. So that was a really fun one. That's exactly the kind of music that I, I do a really good job at here. It was kind of folk style songs and acoustic and vocals and some harmonies. And yeah, it sounded really great. Olivia Case was another fun one. Uh, we spent another weekend together and did a whole bunch of really cool violin looping distorted tracks. Um, it was actually a, a four song EP about her cat. Um, which hasn't been released yet, but when it is, it's going to be awesome. It's in the process of being mastered right now, I think. And that was just super fun seeing the creativity of like the loop pedals and the violin and, the, and everything going on. Some really neat, neat stuff there. I find that the performance, you know, while recording is such an important aspect is how you're feeling emotionally when you're in the studio. You're, you're going you're gonna to sing the best when you're feeling relaxed and that you can actually dig into the emotion of the song right so that's part of what i try and create is like and i'm very not judgmental i'm i'm not even confident in my own voice so 
I'm not judging anybody. It's just be yourself, and we have Melodyne to tweak it up. If you <laughs> A top question or, you know, questions that you most encounter that come from artists or groups that were wanting to use the studio. And then how do you answer that? Like, what's a, what's a major question that comes out to you? You hear lots. I think it's just because it's not a typical studio. So a lot of it is just, what do you do out there? Like, what is this? You know, it's, it's such a, a, a thing that you can do so many things with. Um, it's flexible in that way. So it's a getaway from the city and, and musicians, I think, love that aspect of just like, piecing out you know getting rid of distractions going to somewhere private and quiet and I think yeah being out in the city in a rural area is really helpful for that that was actually a huge thing for me I love creating spaces that feel comfortable and I always wanted to be an interior designer actually that was like my goal my goal as a kid I would go through Sears catalog books and like pick my curtains that's what I did for fun um so, you know, designing this place was like a warm and inviting atmosphere. That's what I wanted. So I've got lots of art on the walls, the colors, um, the furniture that I picked out. It's, it's definitely vintage and uh, has a lot of character and in line with the character of the house. For those artists who are looking to book a recording session with you, what's one tip that you usually can give? You know, if you're not sure what you want to do for your project, and you, but you feel like you might want to come do something here, don't be shy to reach out. Like, I'm happy to have a, a conversation one-on-one via Zoom, via phone call, via text or email, and just, you know, see if the space would work for whatever you have in mind. There's really no pressure and there's no set rules here. So we can be flexible from everything from what you want to do for the project, as well as our pricing is always flexible as well. I never want money to limit creativity or be a barrier for people music needs to be created because it's an expression of your heart actually a fair number of the people that i've worked with have been first-time studio people like coming to the studio for the first time even um you know some some kids i've worked with just recording the song that they're learning or like a piano piece that they're learning and and that's been a really cool experience too it's not your typical studio session kind of thing but just friends of mine that have kids that sing come in and recorded a song and it's just great to get it started at a young age like that's i started at 11 there's no reason why you can't being able to work with kids and passing that along and and even teaching them how to record their own music like i've always wanted to do that um passing along the skills and being like yeah you can learn off youtube but you, why not learn from a real person who can show you hands-on, right? Yeah, so. you, can, you can see the screen, touch the <laughs> buttons, do those very things, work with the chords themselves there. So that's, that's yeah. awesome to hear, man. Uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a great one to add in there too. Matthew, really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview and do this chat. Uh, really appreciate having you in the studio here in the province and, and that openness uh, for, for these projects to come through your door and, and, and be willing to help with them. So really appreciate that, Matthew. Oh, thank you so much for having me again for the initiative too. It's great. You bet. Um, what's the best way for if people wanting to get in touch with you in the studio? What's the maybe throw out a couple couple ways they can contact you? Yeah. So you can email me at hiddensoundstudio at gmail.com. Visit my website at hiddensound.ca um, or check out my Sask Music business listing. You're too kind, Matthew. You're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, okay, Matthew. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much for your time. You okay, too, all the best. Matthew. Take care. Take care. Bye now.